Hey everyone, uh, welcome uh, to this uh, this video uh, here at the Church in the Valley uh, studios. Uh, and uh, this is kind of a new thing for us uh, to be uh, coming to you uh, from video. Uh, first time I'm ever doing something like this, so uh, please forgive me if I just blank out and go crazy. I've been practicing over and over not saying, good to see everyone, because it's so hard for me not to say that. But I'm glad you're joining us here uh, as we do kind of a our digital Sunday morning experience. And so um, I hope uh, that what we share here this morning is uh, an encouragement to you. Uh, this has been an absolutely crazy week. I know uh, for you, you probably didn't think uh, you'd be watching uh, church online or uh, that, you know, that we wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily see each other as frequently as, uh, as we do. Um, some of you, your, your normal week uh, has been completely shut down and you haven't seen people in a while. So uh, hopefully today we get to interact in, in some form or fashion. Um, but um, I, I've, uh, my name is Barry Rogers. I don't know if I, I said that right off the bat, uh, but I'm the, the First Impressions team leader here at Church in the Valley. And uh, I know that there's probably some of you who are watching uh, from your laptop, mobile device that I've never, ever met. So I just wanted to say a special welcome to you as well. Um, but again, this has been a crazy week. Um, I personally, I grew up in Louisiana, so uh, there's certain elements of this that have reminded me of uh, when we were kids, several times we had to evacuate for um, hurricanes or you're just waiting for a hurricane. And uh, honestly, this is kind of what this is like. You uh, you stockpile a little bit of food uh, and you're, you wait. You, um, you're waiting to see if something happens. Uh, you're talking about pretty much one thing. Uh, is something going to happen? That's what we've been talking about things a lot. Um, I was in the store the other day and I saw uh, a really disappointing scene between um, a husband and wife as they were <laughs> they were uh, going through the store and um, the husband uh, had to settle for vanilla Pepsi. So the world is absolutely ending. We're drinking vanilla Pepsi, but um, I know it's a little bit worse than that. But um, you know, maybe maybe you're uh, you're enjoying a little bit of time of a slower a slower schedule. But uh, we can all agree that this has been an absolutely uh, you know crazy crazy time. And uh, since we're all in the same boat um, waiting for whatever is going to happen with the coronavirus, um, I hope uh, that today I can share, uh, share something uh, helpful that uh, will maybe uh, be some good news for us in this time. But um, share uh, some of the things um, this week uh, that you may have been discovering is just a whole new level of concern. Um, there's a ton of uncertainty going around. So there's information, but... You don't really know what's true or what uh, what's actually going to happen. Um, you're asking questions like, "Will I have enough food and supplies uh, for what we for what me and my family need?" Um, if schools are out, if your if your family's been uh, you you haven't had um, school for kids, uh, you're asking, you know, what do I do with them? And uh, you're looking at your finances maybe and saying, "Well, geez, is is this going to be something that we're going to be able to make it? Is there?" Uh, you know, are we going to have enough finances to weather this storm? And uh, honestly, I've even seen uh, people telling me that uh, they're looking around their company and wondering, hey, is there going to be layoffs or are there going to be some problems? Um, that's really happening. We're, we're all in this together. And um, I would encourage you, if, uh, if you're facing this alone, that don't, don't do that. We want to we be there for you and um, connect with people. So um, I would encourage everybody to be uh, texting, calling, um, keeping your distance, but obviously... Uh, connecting with one another during this crazy time. But today, I really do want to share with you um, some good news. We've heard a lot of crazy news, but uh, today I want to share with you um, some new, uh, some good news. I want us to take a break from kind of the, 
same old headlines we might have been uh, we might be hearing and focus on who God is. So for some of you, uh, some of the things I'll be talking about today are just going to be a memory jog for you. Uh, this is material you've probably heard before, uh, but I hope it'll be helpful. Uh, for some of you, this is going to be uh, something that you've never really thought about, or maybe you had some ideas about, but you've never really nailed down what you think about God. Um, so wherever you are in this process, I, I just hope that um, that together we can go through this and uh, and hopefully learn something new. But I would encourage you to to read through uh, the verses that I'm going to provide and uh, and really think about it. Like, what does this say about God? Um, and I can promise you, uh, hopefully at the end of this, uh, we'll have a clearer perspective uh, of who God is. So today, I want us to look at one characteristic about God, one characteristic, and uh, hopefully that'll show you a lot about who God is. Uh, but that one characteristic is that God is good. So a verse that, uh, that might come to your mind if, uh, if you've studied the scripture before and you hear the term God is good is this one right here, Psalm 34, 8. And it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Now, this is encouraging during this time is that God is a good God. And during crazy times like this, we can take refuge in him. Kind of said a little bit different is Nahum 1.7. And again, some of you may not even know what the heck Nahum is, but um, it's a book from the Old Testament. And it says, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And what do we do uh, when we experience God? Uh, What are some of the things that we experience? The Bible talks about many different things about God. One is uh, that he's a spiritual being. He's not uh, flesh like us. That's a very different concept when we're talking about relating to God. Uh, He's uh, invisible. Like we we don't just see him. uh, Oh, hey, God, you know, good to see you. Um, He's all-knowing. He's wise. He's faithful. He's loving. There's all these different characteristics uh, that as you study scripture and you get to know God uh, that you, you learn about. But the characteristic of uh, God that we're going to talk about today is goodness or his God being good. Uh, and if we're looking uh, for some good news today in a really chaotic time, it really is the fact that God is good. Many go- months ago, uh, I, I kind of had the idea for this message, and I think uh, when I was asked to speak, it became pretty clear that this is what I should talk on. Uh, but it's kind of an embarrassing uh, conversation that I had with a friend uh, where I was definitely not filtering myself and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't picking my words maybe carefully. Uh, and I just kind of let something out that I'm kind of glad I let out. It was a kind of a stray thought that I had. Uh, but we were talking about something that I really wanted to do and a decision I was you know, kind of thinking through and I could think through the clear, like pretty clear what the perfect solution to this issue is. And as we were discussing it, I said, you know, I'm at a point where when I see a perfect solution that meets my needs, I pretty much assume that God's not going to give it to me. And I said this because I was thinking, you know, God's not going to give me that perfect solution. He's going to give me something that's going to stretch me and grow me. And I had all kinds of different caveats for what that meant. But luckily, uh, this friend of mine um, uh, cut that thought off pretty quickly. Um, but maybe, maybe some of you have had a thought like that before. Like, God, you know, I, w- I want to pray about this thing, but he's not going to give me what I want. Maybe that's the thought you've had. Or maybe you think to yourself, you know, yeah, I've, I, he, 
you know, this is too good of a thing or this isn't, this isn't something that he's going to give me because I want it so badly. Um, you know, hopefully uh, maybe, maybe you've had uh, other thoughts about prayer where you say, you know, prayer doesn't really work because I never get the thing that I'm asking for. But again, this friend uh, did what a really good friend should do and he challenged me in this and he said, no, um, no, God is good. And he actually quoted two scriptures to me. One, he said, um, uh, God does not hold back any good thing um, from those he loves. That's from Psalm 84:11, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. And he said, every good and perfect gift comes from God, which is from James 1:17. And he just stressed to me, he said, you know, we, we can't let our thoughts drift when it comes to things about who God is and what he does for us. And he just stressed the fact that if we, if my ideas about God ever drift, they can lead me to places and actions uh, that I don't really want to go to. So I'm deeply thankful that he did this. He was 100% correct. And uh, for some of you, uh, you've never been a part of a small group uh, at a church. And a lot of times this is kind of the accountability that happens in small groups. But also just having friends around that, that challenge your ideas and uh, challenge you to live for God. Uh, these are really, really good parts about living in community. And again, during this crazy time when we're not seeing each other as much, uh, this is why it's so important for us to pick up the phone and talk to, to, talk to one another and, and connect is because uh, we, need, we need people to challenge us in our ideas. But I had a really wrong idea about, uh, or I had, I had a bad idea about how God um, uh, provides for us. Um, I've seen God answer a lot of big prayers in my life. I've also seen him answer tons of really, really, really small things. Uh, but somewhere in the middle, I'd seen enough things where God had provided a solution that was completely out of what I was asking for that I started getting this kind of bad attitude about it. Like, well, God doesn't give me what I ask for. He gives me some other thing. And um, sometimes that is the way he works. Uh, but the, the attitude behind it was that God was somehow ripping me off or doing something that uh, he should be giving me something else. But today, um, I want to help us because uh, we we all have different random ideas about God, and it's really important to how we live uh, that we make sure that we have a tight grip on what our thoughts about God. So specifically, we're talking about God's goodness today, but this really could apply to a lot of different other thoughts. And if uh, if you've never written down and thought about really what you think about God, maybe that's a good starting point for you this morning. Um, but what does this mean? What does it mean that God is good? Uh, when I was a kid, um, for the most part, I really hated uh, the idea of uh, being good. And in fact, I don't think I was ever really uh, ever labeled as a kid a good kid. Um, maybe a cute kid, or at least I hope I was labeled as a cute kid, but definitely not a good kid. I think when I pictured what a good kid was, I pictured somebody sitting quietly and doing nothing. And in my mind, that was just not going to be uh, what I was about. Uh, but when I think about like in elementary school, I don't know how your, your school dis- district did, uh, uh, did uh, discipline, but um, we always had these things called behavior reports. And uh, when you got a certain number of behavior reports, your parents would have to sign them and send them back in. It was a carbon copy thing. For some of the younger people watching this, they're going, carbon copy, what is that? We'll, we'll tell you later. Somebody will tell you later. But uh, the first behavior report I ever got is I found a pen on the ground or a pen, a pencil on the ground. And I remember re- writing really big my name on the wall. 
The second one I actually can't talk about, uh, so we'll maybe if you want to ask me about that later, uh, we can go over that. But probably behavior part three through like number 100 was pretty much for just disrupting the class. And uh, in my mind, uh, being good meant uh, being one of the kids that's not disruptive, and that wasn't something that I was going to do. Um, but when we talk about God being good, um, sometimes it's kind of hard to get a definition because if you ever Google a uh, definition of good, you're going to get tons of stuff. There's, there's a lot of different dimensions to being good or goodness. Um, but what we're going to be talking about is kind of two key ideas is um, benevolence and kindness. Benevolence and kindness. So God is looking out uh, for our interests. He's doing good. Um, he acts on others' behalf. There's, these are all dimensions of him being good. Um, but God is, goes kind of beyond that. He's not just a model of goodness. He's also the standard of goodness. So this gets kind of weird because you go, God is good because he is good. But he also is the standard by which good can be defined. Like he in himself is absolutely good. So when we're thinking about this, uh, this concept of God being good, uh, God's not sitting in the library of heaven, hopefully hoping that the librarian isn't going to catch him and being really quiet. Um, God is actively being benevolent and kind to people out of who he is. Like his absolute being is good. He could not be good. That's who God is. So it's really important that we get a good idea of what it means that God is good, especially during crazy times like this. Uh, because when we can get a good idea of who God is, everything else falls into place. All this other stuff gets put in its proper perspective. So um, today I would like us to take a break from the crazy news that you've probably been looking at 24 hours a day. And let's look at some good news, which is who God is. So how do we know that God is good? How do we know that God is good? Um, so a couple things. Uh, the first thing, if we look in Scripture, you can find all kinds of different things that would show God's goodness. But I picked a couple clear things that I think uh, will illustrate this really well. The first thing is that God creates good things. So in Genesis 1, 4, in 31, uh, this is at the beginning of creation, and God says, God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light was good. So one thing that he created, it was good. There you go. Into this, uh, he's finished up creating everything that's ever been created, and he takes a step back, and it says that God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. So what's something that we can know about God is that the things that he makes are good. And honestly, this time of year is pretty awesome. We have a lot of citrus trees around here. Um, behind our apartment, uh, my wife and I love to pick lemons from this lemon tree that we have. And uh, anytime Holly comes in and has lemons, like these really, really big lemons, I know they came from that tree. Now, if one day she came in and she had gotten a whole bunch of lemons and three mangoes, I would not know where those mangoes came from because... When we get lemons, we get it from our lemon tree. The lemon tree is not going to produce mangoes because it's not a mango tree. And something that God does over and over and over when he creates something, the byproduct of what he's doing always is good. So it tells you something about him. That everything that he does, everything that he creates is good. Now, 
how do we know that God is good based on this? Well, as you're building uh, your understanding of who God is, and you're looking through Scripture, you'll see throughout Scripture that the things that he does all lead to good. They always produce good and ultimate good. And um, as we're reading through Scripture and we're getting to know God and we're seeing all the good that he's doing, we actually start applying the things that God tells us to do. We start looking around our life and we see over and over that what's created by living God's way is good. And honestly, I've messed up tons of times in my life. But when I look back at all the things that I've done living in line with Scripture, even walking through really, really difficult seasons or seasons where I felt like, well, is God even paying attention here? When I look back, all I see is all the good things and all the blessings that God's brought my way. Um, So the second thing is that God does good. And actually, something I didn't say, but I would encourage you to do is maybe write down these verses um, because these are really helpful verses for us to remember uh, as we're not only thinking about this, but um, as we go back, as we go through this crazy season, uh, to be able to look at all the different things that God does naturally uh, is a constant reminder uh, of, of who he is and who he's going to be during this season. So the second thing is that God does good. So Psalm 119.68 says, You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. God is consistent. He's not a hypocrite. He's not like humans. When God says something, he lives perfectly in line with it. So when you see the way God behaves in Scripture, uh, over and over and over, what you see is that he is perfectly good. Again, it's just who he is. It oozes out of him. He couldn't do it any other way. Uh, The third thing is that good things are from God. Like any time you see anything that's a good thing, it comes from God. Here it is. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change uh, like shifting shadows. He never changes, and he's consistent. And the thing that he is consistent is that he provides good things. When you see a beautiful sunset, when you have a really good relationship, all these things are echoes of God's goodness. And as we experience good things, we need to know that our Father wants good things for us, and he's not holding that back because they come from him. Um, this is really good, uh, a good area to gain confidence that God is good. The fourth thing uh, is kind of a bigger category, and I wrote a whole bunch of different things here, uh, but they're really the things that God does uh, that works for our good specifically as people. God not only is this super good being sitting on his throne and being great, he, he loves us and he wants to be involved in our life. So a couple things that are really helpful for us to remember is that first, God created us to do good works. So we were actually created to be like him. In Ephesians 2.10, um, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So God, uh, God recreates us when we decide to follow Christ. So in Christ, we have a whole new way of doing things. Uh, you know, when, when, uh, when you see a human do something good, um, there's definitely an echo of God's being, who he is. But when we come to a place where we've decided that we're going to make Jesus the boss of our life, 
We have a new life where we absolutely can produce good things. And God intends us to create tons of good in this world uh, because of this new life that he's given us. So that's just another marker to show that God is good because his people naturally do good things. Um, a second thing is that God has a good will for our life. Romans 12:2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God's will, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So God has a will for our lives, and it's three things. It's good, pleasing, and perfect. Another verse that kind of talks about God's future plans for us is uh, Jeremiah 29:11, and it says something very similar. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And this is a beautiful thing about how God is good, is the fact that the plans that he has for our future, even during times like this when we are completely uncertain about what the next step is going to be sometimes, we know something about them. They're going to be to, to prosper us and not to harm us. And they're going to be good, pleasing, and perfect. And, uh, and God intends this for you because that's who he is. And that's what he wants for his people. Uh, the third thing uh, that God wants uh, to do uh, good work in us is God doesn't uh, withhold any good thing from us. And this goes back to that, uh, the problem that I had in my thinking when I was talking to my friend. Uh, but Psalm 84.11 says, For the Lord God is sun and shield, the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. And again, like I said, when I read this verse, I, I think at sometimes I would look at that and say, oh, he's not going to withhold anything from those who are blameless, but I'm not blameless. You know, I'm not perfect. But looking, uh, looking more into this, like in Christ, I don't live based on my own righteousness or me being blameless or good, you know, being good in myself. I'm blameless because Jesus paid the price for me. He took all the blame that I need. So because of that, um, God isn't going to withhold any good thing. He wants good things for his kids, and, um, and that means me too. Uh, the fourth thing is that God gives good things to those who ask. And this is found in Matthew 7:11. It says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? And in the book of Luke, he gives this kind of illustration about a parent uh, saying, you know, if, if, a, if a dad was asked for his kid uh, for a fish, he wouldn't give him a snake. And if that kid asked for a, like a piece of bread, he's not going to give him a scorpion uh, or an egg. He wouldn't give him a scorpion. Um, so, again, my dad never did that to me. And uh, my, my heavenly Father... Uh, doesn't want bad things for me either. He wants good things for me. Um, two more here. Uh, one is uh, God disciplines us for our good. Hebrews 12.10 says, they, our parents, of course, he's talking about, disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. God looks at our life and he does want good for us. And ultimately, he knows that the only way that we can, um, we can have that good is if he steps in and disciplines us. And so as we're going through different things in life, sometimes 
the challenges that we're going through are related to God disciplining us, trying to get his attention or get our attention so that he can help move us to a place where we can do uh, the good that he wants us to do. And, um, and honestly, that's the most loving thing that he could do. If he didn't have anything to do with my life, uh, then he would not be good. Uh, the final thing um, is God will use everything for our good. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And this is a really, really helpful thing, is that no matter what you've done in your life, and um, no matter how many times you've messed up, I know at, at, at the age that I'm at, a lot of times I look back and I go, oh my gosh, I wasted all this time, or man, I, I should have done this differently, or man, if I could tell myself something differently, I'd love to, I'd love to do this or have that time back. But this is a really awesome thing about God, is that he's using all of it, all of our experiences, none of them are wasted, God is using them for good. And um, this is a really, really encouraging thing to me uh, to be able to look at this. But if you look at all of these things, it's, I mean, that was a ton of things, and I really would encourage you maybe to go back through and uh, write them back down or maybe screenshot these. Uh, these are really, really helpful verses to go back through just to remember who God is and, um, and what his goodness means. But we can experience God's goodness as we connect with him and get to know him through his word, uh, as we pray to him, as we connect with other people who are getting to know him as well. Uh, God uses that to, to show us his goodness. Also, as we look to serve other people and, and do good, kind works to other people the way God does, uh, he also shows his goodness as he shows up and, um, and helps us. So, as we're looking uh, through this crazy season, um, I don't want to make this out to sound like this is just some uh, uh, happy-go-lucky thing. Is that you know you just need to believe that God is good and everything else is going to go fine. Um, honestly, we are going through some really challenging times, and um, we are going to go through those times. Tons of things like this have happened in the past, and um, this is an opportunity. Uh, during this season uh, that we have uh, to grow as we see who God is uh, in the midst of a really troubling time. Honestly, uh, when we just walk through um, good times, I've learned tons of things by, by going to retreats or reading a good book or sitting in a coffee shop and just thinking about God. But I've seen over and over and over as I've gone through troubling times, I've thought that I was going to be crushed by the situation that I was going through and God saved me. And I wanted us to just kind of wrap up looking one more time at this uh, this verse, Nahum 1.7. And again, it says, The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares who, for those who trust in him. And I want to encourage everybody here, um, there's a lot of people who, uh, in a lot of different experiences on the other side of this camera from me, um, I know that I don't know the 100% what you're going through, uh, but I do know that God is good. And I would challenge you during this time um, to really engage with these ideas. Get to know who God is by reading through these scriptures and, uh, and talking to other people, asking, challenging each other, getting to know uh, what other people think about um, God's goodness. Um, and as we kind of wrap up today, I'd like to ask that you consider maybe taking a next step doing something with what we're talking about here. 
So uh, the three next steps that I have here are, um, one, to pick a time this week and go back through um, how do we know that God is good, those verses that we that I put up here. Um, hopefully these would be really helpful during a time of uncertainty uh, just to get a really tight grip on what do I think about God. And um, I know that God would uh, would speak to you through that. The second thing is, uh, rather than give in to worry during this time, I'm sure some of you have been feeling that anxiety and that worry. Rather than giving in to that worry, choose to trust God by praying for help um, with what you're worrying about. So it's really that simple, just giving it to God in prayer and um, in choosing to trust in him because he does care for us. And then finally, the third thing is to get to know God by reading a, uh, a psalm every day during this season. Honestly, uh, each one of us is probably taking a lot of time to check out news feeds and seeing uh, updates on things. But what if you just took a little bit of time and read through a psalm? That's in the very middle of the Bible. If you open it up, there you go. Or you Google it. It's even faster. Uh, but if you read one psalm a day, I think it would give you a lot of perspective on, uh, on who God is and what he's doing during this season. Uh, would you join me in prayer as we kind of close up today? Dear God, uh, we thank you so much uh, for your goodness who you are, and the fact that you want anything to do with us, um, you don't have to. And um, during this really, really troubling time, God, I pray for uh, every one of us that um, that you would uh, just help to calm our nerves, to focus us back on who you are. And God, I also ask that um, you would keep us connected, even as we're separate, that um, we, would, uh, we would continue to relate uh, in the beautiful community that you've created. And we just ask for your help because, uh, honestly, uh, governments fail, um, people fail each other, uh, finances fail, jobs fail. But, God, you never fail because you are good. So we pray this in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Hopefully we'll see you next week.